Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Damu Bashiam. Damu is the Executive Vice President, Chief Information and Innovation Officer at Bercadia and a member of Bercadia's Management Committee. Bercadia offers comprehensive commercial real estate services, including mortgage banking, investment sales, advisory and loan servicing. And Bercadia ranks as the largest non-bank commercial mortgage servicer in the nation, uh, servicing a portfolio of $393 billion. Damu's current role is responsible for all aspects of companies, the company's information technology strategy, innovation, digital transformation, data, product development, and as well as the uh, head of Red IQ's software business unit. Prior to this, Damu served as a chief information and digital officer of Columbia Bank and managing director, chief technology officer of JP Morgan Chase's consumer banking business, and previously held CIO level leadership positions within Verizon. Damu also serves on the board of directors of Goodwill Industries of New York and Northern New Jersey. Damu, welcome to Technovation. It's great to speak with you today. Thank you, Peter. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure. Well, Damu, uh, I provided just a brief introduction to Bricadia's business, but I wonder if you could uh, take a few more moments and introduce the business, especially for those who may be less familiar with it. Yeah, sure. Uh, Bricadia is a giant venture of Berkshire Hathaway and the Jeffries Financials. And you can think of Bricadia as a stool supported by three legs mortgage banking investment sales and advisory, and loan servicing. Through our mortgage banking platform, we have a very strong relationship with the lenders and access to diverse capital sources to help our clients to finance and purchase properties. On the investment sales and advisory side, we provide market research, property valuations, and also actionable insights for our clients to make more informed decisions. On the servicing side, we manage a very diverse portfolio of loans, including loans originated by Bacadia, as well as other financial institutions uh, to ensure compliance and also collect payments in a timely fashion, monitor the loans, risk mitigation, et cetera. And again, our service book uh, is uh, $393 billion, as you referred to, and uh, we are the largest non-bank uh, commercial mortgage services in the nation. Uh, additionally, we also formed an alliance with Knight Frank recently, a global property consultancy firm, uh, which helped us to again expand our capital access both domestically and internationally. Uh, that's our business, if you will. A great overview of that uh, that business. Thank you for that. And can you take a moment and describe your role? It seems like it seems as though there are two portions to it, at least uh, in terms of your title, as Chief Information Officer as well as Chief Innovation Officer. Please describe both if you would. Yeah, sure. Uh, again, my primary function is to be a strategic uh, business partner to help drive growth and profitability, uh, leveraging innovation and enabling technology. Uh, it also focuses on uh, people, uh, products, and technology. Uh, as a sitting member of the management committee, I have an opportunity to engage in evolving companies' strategy, uh, people, and culture. On the people side, I spend a whole lot of time focusing on developing the teams, embracing the culture of collaboration and innovation to continue to drive the uh, results uh, and make sure that you know, we continue to have all our products. So on the product side, I'm responsible for all the product management functions, uh, including uh, Red IQ, software business, uh, sales and service and marketing operations. Uh, on the technology front, 
uh, I'm responsible for all the technology functions, uh, strategy, uh, including digital workplaces, digital transformation, artificial intelligence, data analytics, uh, modernization efforts, uh, make sure that you know everything we develop is secure uh, and our platforms can scale and support the future needs of the business. Um, so that's our that's my responsibility, if you will. Again, uh, good comprehensive answer there. I appreciate that and look forward to double clicking on several of the things you mentioned. Uh, before we do that, I wanted to ask you about the innovation topic. Um, innovation is in some ways kind of a ethereal topic. Uh, you're defined different ways by different organizations or different executives. How do you define it? And, and uh, perhaps more importantly, how do you measure it within your organization? Yeah, great question, Peter. Uh, again, innovation is constant. We all seeing that, right? Then uh, innovation is critical for any organization to stay relevant and sustain into the future. Uh, I think innovation is about uh, solving problems by creating or enhancing uh, products, services, or processes to drive growth and uh, productivity. You know, from a technology landscape perspective, we see uh, tons of innovation happening around us. Um, last three decades, for example, we have witnessed how uh, digital disruption uh, impacted you know, several industries, uh, whether it is retail or transportation, uh, hospitality, uh, et cetera. Each industry is, I would say, is going through uh, a transformation and they are at a different stage in the maturity curve. And I believe commercial real estate is at the inflection point right now. And uh, next three to five years uh, could be very transformational for this industry. And uh, which is also the reason uh, we have a program called Startup Accelerator, uh, which help us to stay on top of the industry to kind of understand what's happening in the market and also identify the opportunities for us to invest in some companies and also where it makes sense we purchase and integrate into our ecosystem. For example, recently we have acquired an artificial intelligence platform called the BlueSuit AI technology platform and which will help us further you know, focus on AI and data analytics functions. From a Barcadia perspective, again, uh, there are tons of uh, innovations happening within the ecosystem, which we can talk later. Uh, in terms of how you measure uh, innovation, uh, it really depends on your investment criteria, whether it could be you know, driving growth, uh, driving efficiency, uh, or simply you know, focusing on improving the customer experience. Uh, some of these could be tangible or you know, intangible benefits. For example, customer experience, uh, you're not going to see immediate tangible benefit, uh, but it will help uh, improve the overall customer experience, customer satisfaction, that will help the customers to stay longer and be loyal, that will help drive both the top line growth and profitability over time. And the way we measure from, from a Bacadia perspective, uh, we follow the OKR framework. And uh, in fact, we created uh, real-time uh, dashboards and uh, showing all of our uh, work hours and metrics, if you will, we can see at any given time what is happening and how we are uh, progressing compared to our targets. Uh, so this, these reports are available to the entire company, all the way from an entry-level person to all the way up to the CEO. And that really helps to create the transparency across the organization 
and everybody can see how their contributions are making an impact in the bigger picture. And it helps to engage the employees more and, and also improve the overall employee satisfaction. Uh, so that, that's really how we are driving the innovation and measuring our efforts as well. I'd love to have you talk a little bit more about the uh, startup accelerator that you referenced, which sounds like it's already bearing some fruit in terms of investments and acquisitions that the uh, the organization's undertaken. Um, how do you how do you uh, first of all how 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 is the accelerator staffed, if you will, or or who who is involved in it, and how what direction is given to that team uh, to, to, to in order to focus their investment theses uh, in one direction or another? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, we have a, a small group of people uh, dedicated for this program, a program called a Be Engaged uh, Initiative. And, uh, you know, this help uh, the external people to uh, work with us and partner with us uh, wherever they see an opportunity to partner with us in similar capacity. We are constantly looking into the market and scanning the market to uh, identify some of the cool things are happening out there in our industry specifically. And if we come across a startup, which makes sense for us to work with, so we partner with them and we bring on to this program uh, if they're interested in working with us. And then we also provide uh, advisory support. And in some cases, we make investments. And if it really makes sense, they are open to it. And in some cases, we purchase. Uh, that's how we purchase the Blue Suit uh, technology, which I refer to. Uh, so all these things really helping us uh, to drive the innovation and transformation in our industry. Uh, so it is truly a win-win uh, situation. Uh, it helps Barcadia to understand what's happening out there. And it also helps from an industry standpoint, uh, proliferating the technology. Um, so that, that, that's how uh, you know, this uh, program is helping us. So on top of it, just to put things in perspective uh, from a research, it shows that there are about 10,000 prop techs and about 26,000 uh, fintechs out there. They're expected to grow at the rate of 15% and 26% annually. Uh, so you can imagine the level of investments happening uh, in this space. And uh, we see ourselves uh, right at the intersection of prop tech and uh, fintechs because of the nature of our business. Uh, so, which is also the reason that we want to make sure if you want to be a leader in this space and you need to constantly stay on top of your game, understand what's happening around you and make the strategic decisions. Very interesting. And I'd love to uh, also hear more about Red IQ, the software business that you referenced. Uh, to talk a bit about the business and your role leading it, uh, it sounds like a fascinating additional set of responsibilities that you referenced a moment ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Red IQ is a most trusted and widely used uh, commercial real estate uh, software in terms of property evaluation uh, and our financial analysis uh, used by many investors, brokers, and uh, lenders. Uh, we have over 600 clients, uh, many of, including many of the uh, investment companies as well as the brokerages. Uh, it is a a cloud-based platform and uh, you know we use artificial intelligence and machine learning to uh, extract the data from multiple documents uh, different types of documents uh, such as uh, rent rolls and operating statements and performance etc and then we aggregate all of the data and then 
provide more visual reports and the dashboards uh, for our clients to make uh, decisions based on that actionable intelligence we provide through this tool. Um, so, you know, my role here again, uh, since I own all of the product management, and uh, this is an extension of product management function, it's a software business. Uh, my team uh, supports everything end to end, all the way from, you know, planning the product strategy to planning out the roadmap and delivery functions from an engineering perspective. At the same time, I have a managing director who is responsible for all of the you know, business functions, whether sales, marketing, operations, et cetera. So that's how uh, we are structured here uh, from a Red IQ perspective. Traditionally, you know, you can imagine you know, going through the manual process to extract all the data manually from several of these documents is a very, very uh, in manual intensive work. Uh, so we have automated all of that process through Red IQ. And in fact, it, you know, it will take a few minutes for you to compile all of the data and uh, make a quick decisions whether it makes sense to invest or not, for example. Uh, so that, that's the benefit of this tool. I'm truly excited about our roadmap and uh, what's coming next uh, to continue to evolve this uh, platform and also continue to serve our clients. Damu, thank you for that overview. Uh, again, uh, highlighting the the varied nature of your role. Um, given the fact that you're responsible for so many different things, uh, I'm curious about, and you just referenced a little bit of your org structure, but I wanted to delve into that a little bit further uh, because no doubt as you are focused on certain aspects of, of uh, your, your responsibilities, there are others still uh, that others need to focus on while you're, fo while you're focused elsewhere. I can only imagine you have a good team around you who, who helps you uh, lead all that you, you, uh, that's under your purview. Talk a bit about that org design, org structure that you have that breathes life into what you've described. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, my organization is structured uh, based on the need of the business. Uh, so for example, I have a chief product officer who is responsible for all of the product functions, including product design, product management, and also oversee the startup accelerated program. Uh, then I have chief technology officer who is responsible for all of the technology strategy, uh, platform organization, data engineering, platform engineering, and also make sure that uh, technology and solutions we build uh, is secure and scalable and sustainable. Uh, I also have the managing director of uh, Red IQ who is responsible for all of the you know, business functions, sales, marketing, uh, support and operations. Uh, the head of data analytics and data science is responsible for all the all of the data and the insights. The head of infrastructure technology uh, is responsible for digital workplaces, uh, networks, uh, technology operations, uh, etc. Then I have the horizontal team helping me to get the ship moving. Uh, so that's my organization, if you will, and uh, you know it's a broad uh, responsibility. But I'm happy that I have a great uh, team in place, and uh, you know we are fully ready as an organization as we continue on this journey. It's it, fascinating to hear that uh, the way in which you've thought about the the business itself and design an organization to serve it best. Talk a bit about how you think about the balance between technology priorities and business priorities. Uh, no doubt those, they're, they're interwoven in many cases, but I'd love to understand a bit more about how you think of it. 
Yeah, it is certainly a challenge uh, in any organization, for example, because we all understand that, uh, you know, there is a limited budget and uh, limited resources. And for any company, for that matter, there's no concept of unlimited budget and resources. Uh, so we, we have to make sure that we focus on the right areas and we follow a three-pronged approach, if you will. Uh, tactical, uh, strategic, and modernization efforts. And you can uh, categorize them into more of a run, grow, transform model from a Gartner perspective. Uh, when it comes to tactical, it is all about the day-to-day -day execution. Make sure that you're there to support the business effectively and uh, make sure all the blocking, tackling things are happening and uh, you know, uh, all the way from the end users to in the platforms to networks to everything. So, so that, that, that's day-to-day you know, -day operations. Uh, when it comes to strategic roadmaps, you've got to make sure that you partner with all of the key stakeholders across the business and across technology uh, to develop the strategic roadmaps and strategic plans and align towards the broader business goals and objectives. Uh, you know, this, this is really where we spend a whole lot of time uh, partnering with our stakeholders and make sure that uh, we are aligning the initiatives based on the resources and also we go through uh, agile methodologies here and how effectively we can execute and deliver. Uh, so that's a major area of focus. Uh, and then of course, when it comes to modernization, it is equally important. And if you don't have uh, a right infrastructure, right platforms and more flexible, expandable, scalable platforms, uh, it is harder for us to deliver the speed to market solutions. If you want to drive speed and innovation, you got to make sure uh, your technology uh, stack is up to speed and you have that flexibility to help the business. This is really where uh, we work very closely with the business uh, create the transparency, why these are important, while we continue to focus on the business functions. Um, we have a great uh, partnership and they equally understand our priorities. Uh, similarly, how you know we treat their priorities as the most important thing from a business standpoint. So that's helping us to address both the sides and uh, you know balance the priorities. Very interesting indeed. You know, again, as you've gone through the various aspects of your role, it's clear that you also have a lot of customer touch points as well. Uh, yours is an internal and external role in many ways. So talk a bit about, if you don't mind, customer engagement digitally. Uh, how do you think about uh, creating great experiences uh, from, a, from a customer experience standpoint? Yeah, it is a, it's a great question. Uh... You know, when it comes to commercial real estate, it's a very complex and highly relationship-driven business. Uh, however, uh, due to the pandemic-influenced digital acceleration, uh, there are tons of advancements happened in this industry uh, last uh, three, three to four years. Um, so we, this is really where we see uh, a great opportunity for us to leverage data and analytics uh, to provide more of a personal personalized uh, solutions to our customers, uh, whether you are a lender or a, a broker or an investor, a borrower, uh, we need to think through from multiple angles when you deliver the digital uh, experience. And to start with any digital experience for that matter, it should be very simple and easy to use. Um, and it should be very continuous, right? You need to care for the end-to-end -end journeys. Uh, so this is really where we put together all of the journeys, keeping 
uh, all of the the key stakeholders stakeholders in mind. Uh, that's helping us to uh, define our strategic plans. And uh, when you plan out next three to four years journey, you got to make sure you care for uh, all of the stakeholders. And that's something we have done. We created a three to four years uh, journey and uh, we are on to uh, 12 months into that journey and we made a tremendous progress so far. And uh, you know, in fact, we are accelerating in some areas to continue to drive that experience. Um, so again, it's not a one size fits all approach. Uh, you can deliver the same thing in multiple ways. The way we are approaching is uh, through build and the buy options. And wherever we see the opportunity to differentiate ourselves, uh, so we are continuing to invest and build. So data is a perfect example of that. And uh, you know we are investing a lot in that area. And uh, wherever we see an opportunity to uh, pick a commodity software and uh, which will serve the purpose, and at the same time, it can be integrated into our ecosystem, uh, then we make some of those decisions and uh, make sure that they are sustainable. It's not like a throwaway after a couple of years and it aligns well with our broader strategy uh, to reach the end goal. So th that's how we are addressing from a digital experience, customer experience standpoint. Very interesting. And as you mentioned your team, you mentioned uh, data, yeah. I believe under the CTO, for example, uh, sets of responsibilities within your organization. No doubt there are yeah. threads uh, pulled in a variety of directions from a data perspective. Can you talk a bit about your data strategy and, and how you're approaching that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, data is a bread and butter in our industry, similar to any other industry these days. Um, you know, our strategy is to lead uh, the industry uh, through uh, data innovation and also make sure that we continue to invest in that area uh, to drive actionable insights, uh, whether it is, uh, you know, market trends and uh, property performance, uh, customer preferences and behaviors, uh, et cetera. Uh, we have a very matured uh, data practice, uh, all the way from data governance to data quality, uh, data engineering, data science and analytics, um, of course, the data privacy and security. Uh, so we made tremendous progress in those areas and we plan to continue to uh, invest and uh, mature our practices as industry starts evolving. So it's not set and done thing, right? It's a journey. And you got to make sure you keep up with that journey. Uh, so that's how we are addressing. For example, uh, in addition to the proprietary data we collect from our ongoing business operations, uh, we also aggregate data from dozens of sources, both uh, third parties as well as public data sources uh, to aggregate and also apply machine learning algorithms to drive the actionable uh, insights. And then we feed all the intelligence to our customer-facing and employee-facing applications um, to easily consume by our uh, clients, both internal and external uh, clients, if you will. And that is helping us to you know, simplify the overall experience by providing a more simple and personalized experiences for our users. Um, so uh, again, this is an area uh, you know, we got to constantly stay on top of it. And uh, because that's a true differentiator for Bulkadia, uh, we plan to continue to focus on that.
That makes sense. As you say, uh, a business like yours is so data intensive. I'm, I'm not surprised yeah. you're thinking about it so so extensively as you described. Uh, another aspect of your business is it is very uh, relationship uh, heavy, highly relationship driven. Um, how do you think about driving tech adoption uh, in, in an organization like yours uh, as the expert and the leader of this, um, as you think about adoption across people who are less tech savvy uh, uh, to you? How do you think about that adoption process? Yeah, it starts with uh, providing a very compelling products and services. Uh, second is uh, about change management. Uh, you know, the change management is uh, not easy uh, for any organization. Uh, the good thing is we have a unique culture uh, called Bacadia Way. So it is all about uh, focusing on uh, outward mindset and driving the outward mindset behaviors. So this helps us to collaborate better and you know drive the culture that you know where people uh, treat with respect and help each other. And it is not about me; it is about the team, it is about the organization, etc. So that is helping us to really make a tremendous progress uh, in this area and also other areas. Um, you know, when again, when you talk about the adoption, you got to make sure that you partner with your key stakeholders, uh, with the business, as well as your learning and development uh, partners to come up with a, a good uh, training uh, materials and whether it's a videos, audio, uh, or simply, you know, some tips and techniques or FAQs, uh, as simple as that. Uh, so we spend a whole lot of time in this area uh, to make sure that all the way from developing a go-to-market strategy to deploying the training. Um, so, for example, uh, we have a Tech Tuesdays. So, you know, it's a standing a meeting out there and uh, our technology teams partner closely with the business and prepare some training materials for each of these meetings and invite the users across the company. And they come and join, whoever is interested to learn about some new product, uh, you know, we are going to launch soon or coming live. So we run multiple uh, sessions for the same product launch, for example. Uh, so that also helps us to kind of make sure everybody understands what being what is being launched. Uh, there are multiple things we do. At the same time, we educate the users why it is important. I, I know I mentioned, it is a very highly relationship-driven business. Uh, you know, how we can marry the high tech with the high touch uh, to bring in the both the digital and physical experiences together. Uh, you can think of a physical experience, uh, you know, and converging digital and physical. Uh, so that's one way we educate our users and uh, we can provide more powerful experience, uh, you know, for our uh, users uh, to make it easy to do a business with us. Very interesting, indeed. Uh, we've talked about a number of trends already, but I, I wanted to circle back and see if there are any others we've not covered that as you look to the future, Damu, particularly excite you. What comes to mind? Well, there are many cool uh, things out there, and uh, I'm particularly interested in artificial intelligence, Web 3.0, uh, quantum computing, and sustainability. Uh, you know, here and now, and you know, everybody is excited about the generative AI. Uh, since we already invested a lot in our artificial intelligence machine learning uh, platforms, and we continue to evolve through our blue suit 
acquisition. Um, so the, the Bluetooth uh, platform is uh, built on multi-cloud. Uh, you know, it is specifically focused on commercial real estate industry. Uh, the, this acquisition really helped us to advance our technology capabilities in artificial intelligence and machine learning. Um, in addition, we are also looking at, uh, from a generative AI perspective, how best we can uh, leverage this technology. As you can imagine, commercial real estate uh, is about, you know, the content. Uh, there are tons of content out there, whether it's a marketing material or creating uh, pitch decks uh, or putting together uh, some information about the property and highlighting the benefits of the property, um, understanding what's happening in the local market, et cetera. And also, you know, communicating with your customers on a daily basis to deepen your, the relationships uh, through email communication or whatever means of communication. So these are all the potential use cases we see uh, through generative AI in our industry. And uh, we are actively evaluating some of these use cases. Of course, it comes uh, with, again, uh, some of the data privacy, security concerns. Uh, we heard about uh, AI uh, ethics. Um, so we are looking into all of those. And uh, of course, we got to make sure uh, when we do uh, deploy any of these use cases, we need to implement the right guardrails for our users, uh, both internal and external users, uh, to consume uh, this. Uh, uh, this uh, service, for example. Uh, so I'm really excited and looking forward to that. Excellent. I also wanted to ask you, Adamu, as I mentioned in the introduction, you've been a, a tech and digital chief multiple times over uh, among those experiences, uh, uh, CTO JP Morgan Chase's consumer banking business, uh, the chief information and digital officer of Columbia Bank, this prior to your current post, of course, at Bricadia. Um, as somebody who rose quickly uh, to lofty heights at meaningful organizations, I wonder, as you reflect upon that, what some of the difference makers along the way were for you, some of the secrets to your own success uh, uh, on your pathway up. Thank you, Peter. Uh, the combination of things, uh, I want to highlight uh, three things, uh, continuous learning, communication, and collaboration. Uh, continuous learning is a really critical, um, so I made it intentional. Uh, you know, along the way and make sure that I continue to upskill myself, uh, not only from a technology perspective, and also self-reflecting, understand where are my gaps, uh, you know, how I can continue to improve myself, whether it is decision-making skills and leading teams and uh, strategy and other areas. Um, you know, the, all these things, it doesn't happen overnight. And uh, I took on uh, you know, chances and pushing myself uh, out, out of comfort zone, uh, taking on some of the challenging roles. Uh, so, so all these put together uh, really helped me to continue to learn. Uh, second, communication. Um, you know, I try to bring uh, transparency through open and honest uh, communication uh, through every interaction. And uh, I'm a big believer of you know, the trust and transparency is a really important uh, to build the relationships. Uh, you know, you got to communicate openly and honestly with, with the teams um, to make sure that, you know, they, they believe in what you say is uh, what you do. Uh, that's really critical. Uh, and then, you know, the collaboration, it's, uh, 
Uh, nothing gets done without collaborating and partnering with the people across the business or with the clients, etc. Uh, I have prioritized that you know throughout my career and how best you can collaborate and working with each other. Uh, make sure that you know we build the trusted relationships. Uh, so all these things goes along a long way. And uh, when you have you know, a, a team who are excited and who believe in you, and uh, then you can start focusing on the execution. So execution matters, results matters at the end of the day, right? So all of these three things put together uh, really help me to uh, drive results. Uh, it, it happens, it naturally follows. Um, so, so those are uh, the difference makers for me, uh, you know, throughout my career. The three C's, certainly one could do much worse than to follow those, the continuous learning, communication, and collaboration. Thank you for your descriptions of each and how they've applied to you and how you've leveraged them to in some remarkable ways on your pathway up to uh, uh, to, to tech and digital executive roles that you've had. Well, Damu Bashiam, thank you so much for a, a, a fascinating conversation, not only covering the remarkable transformation at Bricadia, but uh, from across your career, more generally speaking, the insights you've garnered along the way, it's been, it's been a great conversation. Thank you so much, Peter. It was a pleasure.